Let's do it. This is Buccaneers Total Access, Total Access. with head coach Bruce Arians. Todd ball of the 25, 20, 15, 10, Mike Evans, touchdown Tampa Bay. Brought to you by Advent Health. With award-winning care and a network of convenient locations, Advent Health is here to help you feel whole. Learn more at yourcareyournetwork.com. Fire the cannons. Now your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips and head coach Bruce Arians. Welcome into the Bruce Arian Show. Casey Phillips here with head coach Bruce Arian. So, second biggest comeback in franchise history, and the second time you've done that this season. I think I have figured it out. I think you're really just a drama queen at heart. You like a little flair. Winning games normally has just become too boring for you. Have I have I figured it out? You got it perfectly. I mean, without any drama, they'll you know they'll turn the TV off. Exactly. You're, I mean, I'm sure all of the broadcasters are so thankful that, that you're on board like that. Um, so, so tell me, what does a game like that do emotionally for you throughout of it? I mean, you've, you've, you've been through a lot of football games, but what is going through your mind and what are the emotions on a game like that? You know, when's it going to turn around? And, uh, you know, we, when you start a ball game, you know, the first two plays were great and we give up an easy third down and we miss a tackle and then they go right down the score. We run a screenplay and lose, I don't know, 12 yards on a completed screen pass and, uh, and punt and they go down and score again. So it's just like, I know it's going to turn around. Just when's it going to turn around? I'm sure it did take a little longer to turn around than you would have liked. Um, what, I mean, I feel like I've asked this a few times already this year, but what changed first to second half? I mean, I don't know what you're doing in there at halftime, but whatever that motivational speech is or whatever you're saying, I feel like a lot of us in 2020 could use it. Yeah. It's just a matter of, uh, we played 30 minutes. We got our tail kicked pretty good. We're going to play 30 minutes. We got to, we got to kick their tail more than they kicked ours. And uh, we, we went back out, and offensively, we did that in the second half. The only thing I was really disappointed is when we scored that touchdown to start the second half and we gave up a touchdown. I, I thought our defense was going to come out and, and do a better job, play like they did in the fourth quarter and the third quarter. And, uh, but offensively, we just kept going, scoring, scoring, and, uh, and got ourselves a, a win. Yeah, I mean, the the, the storyline has been the slow start for several games now. I know that you guys have been outscored 59 to 7 in the last six first quarters. So I know it's something you've been preaching. Is there anything now that you feel like that you can point to new or anything different? That What is it that's going to finally get you guys to 60 full minutes? You know, that's, that's the, the million-dollar question, multi-million-dollar question. Uh, you know, talking to the guys after the game, you know, why don't we play 60 minutes like we played that last 30? Because it's totally different. And, uh, you know, we, we do a great job on the practice field. We're preparing for ball games. We just don't start them very well, um, whether it be offense or defense. And uh, But so, you know, so far uh, we've been able to come back most of the time. Uh, we just got to quit digging that hole. It's, it's going to catch up to us sooner or later. And specifically offensively, you guys only had 60 yards of offense in the first half, but then the third quarter alone, you had drives of 80, 76, 75. What was the biggest shift offensively to be able to get that kind of production so quickly in the third quarter? I think the pass protection was outstanding, and uh, we ran it just enough to use the play action. Uh, Tom caught fire, and uh, the guys were getting open, and we were hitting everything. And uh, we didn't hit everything, but we made enough first downs uh to to move the chains and uh and on third the few third downs we had we converted and then how about on the the big plays the chunk plays especially that you guys didn't have any longer than 14 yards in the first half and then you had seven of them in the third quarter alone what was it on some of the the chunk plays that were working well well again protection when tom has time uh he'll decipher and guys are getting open um but again we we took uh, more of an attack mode I think in the third quarter because of where we were, uh, 
still utilizing the run enough, uh, but going downfield more. And how about this was your, your first game having to deal more with uh, the COVID situation for this year. And um, the specialists, I mean, thankfully, they were all able to be cleared to play. But what was that like last week when there was a time when you didn't know if you'd have any of those guys, one of them, two of them, three of them? What, what did that do for the preparation there? We were prepared for not having any of them. You know, we brought guys in off the street. And there's no worse feeling as a coach than to go out there and say, what's that guy's name? Uh, that just made a field goal or, or, or punted or made a play. And uh, we would have been in that situation. And, uh, you know, I, w- I would have probably figured them out by the time we got to the game. But, it, you know, thankfully we got them all back and uh, we only lost Donovan and Rojo. Yeah, and speaking of that, when uh, when you found out that you were going to be without those two guys, what were some of your first thoughts? And, and, again, what was the strategy that came out of that as you started to prepare guys? Well, with Rojo, it was, it was whether or not he was going to be able to play with a pin in his finger. Then the COVID hit, and so we knew he was out. So Leonard just jumped right back into that role and did a great job. I thought he played really, really well in the game. Donovan was a late week thing that we really didn't think he would be held out. Uh, the league decided to hold him out. Josh Wells went in, and Josh played exactly what I thought. I knew, he, I knew he would play well. He played really well. Yeah, and with Fournette, 14 carries for 49 yards, but um, also three catches for 16 and two touchdowns, uh, second multiple touchdown game for him. What were some of the individual things that impressed you? You said you liked his performance overall. What were some of the things you felt like he did particularly well? The big thing was pass blocking. He was he's picking up blitzers because the Falcons were blitzing a lot in this ball game. He did a great job in pass protection, um, hit the holes, ran the clock out for us. Obviously did a great job on the goal line, getting the ball in both times, but uh, just overall really solid ball game. Yeah, and how about LaShawn McCoy, three catches, 32 yards. We saw him start to get more uh, production last week as well. And then, you know, because of Rojo again being out, we knew he'd be a, a bigger part again this week. What what has he shown you in, in the way that he's sort of carved out a role for himself in this offense? Dependability. Dependability. Again, blitz pickup was outstanding. When he got his opportunities with his hands on the ball, he, he made plays. Uh, the only guy I was a little disappointed in was Keyshawn Vaughn. I thought I thought Keyshawn was going to have a big ball game, and he stuttered a little bit. And uh, but that was his first big action too. Speaking of the the O line earlier, you said you were you thought there was some good pass protection in there. I know they they did give up three sacks. And before this game, uh, you guys were six and two with one or fewer sacks, and had a losing record of two and three when there were two or more. So uh, why do you think this game was was different, where you were able to come out with a better outcome despite those? three sacks, and, and what did that mean for the offensive line performance overall? Yeah, it was a little bit of both, tight ends and offensive line, but <clears throat> they, they ran a couple of blitzes where they got us, and uh, we got picked and, and put ourselves in bad position. It was more technique than it was uh, mental error type thing, but uh, we fixed it at halftime and, and really didn't have a problem in the second half. And zero penalties for either team at halftime. Uh, you guys finished with just one on your end. How, how happy were you with just the overall cleanness of the game for, for you guys? Yeah, we've been pretty – ever since Chicago, we've been a pretty disciplined football team as far as penalties. And, uh, you know, it, it was um, the one – that was a big one, though, on the punt return. We lost 15 yards of field position, but uh, uh, pretty pretty solid. I think our guys are disciplined now and, and, uh, and know how to play the game cleanly. And Tom Brady, 320 passing yards in the second half, most in a second half by a quarterback this season. New season high in passing yards in a game for him with 390. What did you think of his performance? Oh, he was outstanding. Um, he didn't miss anything. Uh, there were there were a couple where he got a little pressure that uh, pushed off his spot. But uh, overall, 
He was he was spot on the entire ball game. Uh, Cam Brate, four catches, fifty four yards. He had a long one of eighteen. Uh, how important was his role that he played, and, and especially when some of those catches came? He was huge. I mean, Cam's been playing really really well for us, and uh, you know, more and more in the game plan each week. Um, every time he gets his opportunity, he makes the best of it. And Antonio Brown finished with 93 yards and got his first touchdown catch as a Buccaneer. I feel like I heard maybe Tom Brady saying after the game that um, this particular touchdown catch was sort of the epitome of what this offense can be with what the defense was forced to choose between Antonio Brown and Mike Evans. Is is that how you saw it? There's no doubt they were both open and uh, it was a great, again, great protection. Tom had all day and uh, threw a perfect ball to AB and he just ran right by the guy. I was really happy for him to get in the end zone. It's, uh, it's always important to get that first touchdown. Yeah. And what did work well in particular for Antonio Brown in that game? That is definitely, you know, between a touchdown and 93 yards. That's that's pretty much his biggest game since getting here. Yeah, he's he's been playing. He's making the best of all his opportunities. Uh, we got him across the field a few times in this one, and uh, and that deep ball was was special. Mike Evans, 110 yards, uh, had a 32 yard one, and also drew 28 penalty yards on just one play. Um, what worked well for him in, in that particular matchup, and and just how much have you seen maybe some improvement on his chemistry with Brady in these recent games? Yeah, it's it's growing and growing. You know, these guys tried to to play a lot a lot of single high and leaving Mike alone with some safety help, but uh, Mike was just getting open and and open. And uh, we could have hit him a couple more times. We got pressured, uh, and Tom threw the ball away one time. But uh, Mike had a heck of a ball game. And how about uh, Chris Godwin and Scotty Miller? What were some of the additions that you saw from them? And I know in particular, I saw one pretty incredible block by Godwin on one of those Mike catches. But what were some of the ways that you saw the two of those guys and, uh, just contribute to the offense this game? Yeah, Chris Chris owns the middle of the field. And uh, we, we hit him on those screens and stuff. He's a tough tackle. I mean, I don't know if he – I don't think they ever tackled him on, on that one screen. But uh, he did such a great job of blocking coming down the stretch when we were running out the clock. And that's just Chris. I mean, he's an all-around great player. And switching over to the defensive side of things, uh, Falcons only had 37 yards rushing. I know that has to make you pretty happy. And, and overall, what did, what really worked on the defensive side of trying to stop their run and eliminate that part of their game? Yeah, we knew we could stop the run against them. And uh, the thing we didn't do very well is, is handle the play action. You know, we were still biting on the run a little bit too much. And Matt Ryan had a heck of a ball game. I thought they had a good game plan, a lot of max protection, a lot of play action passes. And uh and Calvin Ridley's a heck of a player, and uh, you know Matt Matt did a great job early in the ball game of finding him. Casey Phillips here with head coach Bruce Arians talking about the play of the defense against the Falcons in that win. I know third down had been something you guys had really been harping on with the defense trying to get off the field, especially earlier in the game. Overall, for the entirety of the game, how happy were you with the defensive play on third down? Yeah, not to our standard. You know, I think they were sixty percent or somewhere around fifty percent, which is way too high. And uh, some of it was missed tackles, two quarterback scrambles where we got out of our rush lanes. We just got to be a little more disciplined and and tackle a little bit better on third down. Huge, huge plays on on and down the stretch on third down. Though I thought fourth quarter third down defense was outstanding. Yeah, Devin White had a, a pretty monster game, uh, even for him. Twelve tackles, three sacks, four tackles for loss. Uh, which that was a new career high for him. And after the 1 p.m. games, he was third in the league with 130 tackles. So um, tell us a little bit about what you thought about his individual game and then what that says about the kind of season that he's having to be third in the league in tackles. Yeah, he's having a great year. And, uh, you know, he's matured into the defensive leader that we knew he would be. 
got great pressure on the quarterback. You know, he's a heck of a blitzer. They were they were trying to keep Max protecting, so the back was staying in, and he found some creases. And when he sees a crease, he's got great quickness and speed to hit it and got three sacks on, on Matt Ryan. Yeah, how have you seen his pass rush ability improve since last year and, and maybe just things in general that you've seen from him, the growth since his rookie year and, and what kind of a different player he is this year? Yeah, no doubt the growth. You know, you, you, it's one thing to, to blitz. It's another thing to blitz tentatively. Uh, he does not blitz tentatively anymore. He's a force when he's coming, but he also knows when that back might be chipping and leaking out, and uh, that hurt him in the past. And uh, now he knows exactly when, when he can go, and uh, he's matured into one heck of a player. Yeah, I think tentative is not a word that we use for Devin in any situation anymore on or off the field. Um, how about our secondary overall? I know that uh, Calvin Ridley and Gage had some pretty big games, but what did you see from our secondary overall and then maybe even some guys having to step up because of some injuries? Yeah, they were putting a bind a little bit with those play-action passes. Guys were getting down 18, 20 yards, hitting those deep curls on us. I thought in the second half we played really solid. Um, Sean Murphy Bunny was one of his better ball games, even though he got beat one time on that on that touchdown. I thought he played well. Uh, was When Carlton went down, you know, Ross Cockrell came in and did a great job. Antoine Winfield had another great ball game. We had our hands on some passes. We need to catch those interceptions when we get our hands on them. Yeah, I mean, there were so many uh, pass breakups and balls batted down. I know that um, Carlton and Antoine both had big ones in the end zone. Uh, Jordan Whitehead and, and Devin had them on back-to-back plays. Sue batted one down at the line. Anthony Nelson batted one down at the line. What were some of the things that were working so well to get that? I know you want more of those to be interceptions, but uh, what was really what you saw about their ability to get their hands on so many of them? Yeah, I thought I thought Carlton should have been a clear interception. He made a great play in the end zone and uh, just didn't catch it. And uh, and then Jordan had had a great one in the in the flat and uh, one handed just jumped up and batted it down instead of going up and intercepting it. But uh, you know we we'll get our hands on those balls. Turnovers are huge in ball games like that, and they they would have swung the game quicker. And take us through the one that Antoine Winfield had in the end zone. I feel like that ended up, of course, especially knowing what the final score was, being such a um, important play down the stretch, but um, tell us a little bit about what he was asked to do in that play and some of the maybe instincts and the physical and mental side of making that play for him. Yeah, he did a great job of reading Matt Ryan and then Calvin Ridley went all the way across the field and uh, kind of beat him to the spot, got a hand on it, knocked it down. It was a great, great play, big play. And uh, Jamel Dean was back after missing some time with a concussion and groin injury. Seemed like a, a really solid uh, tackling day in particular for him. What did you see from from his play coming back from those injuries and after missing him for a bit, what he means to that secondary now? Yeah, really aggressive and, and played, I thought, one of his better ball games. And uh, good to see him back. We need him down the stretch. And with Calvin Ridley and Gage and, and their pretty big games that they had, uh, knowing you guys are going to be facing them again in two weeks, what are the things that make the two of them so tough? And maybe what are some things that you learned uh, from going against each of them now this week? Well, again, both of them have great speed, uh, good hands, and they get down the field. And Matt Ryan's was still one of the best deep ball throwers in that 20, 25-yard range that there is in the league on those deep corner routes and, and deep stop routes. Um, they just have to do a better job of, of – staying near them and uh, and get a better pass rush too. That would help. Um, and I know Hayden Hurst also added a touchdown. It was on some pretty tough coverage by Jordan Whitehead. What did you see that uh, worked on that play or didn't work and, and what led to that touchdown? Yeah, Jordan got beat inside and uh, he had good coverage, but uh, Hayden Hurst just such a big target. 
and Matt put a perfect ball away from Jordan, so he had no chance on it. But uh, stay inside and don't get, don't get beat inside. And then uh, finally, what was the, what went into the choice to have Tanner Hudson be active, Anthony Auclair inactive? Is it really more about maybe even what Joe Haig has been able to do in some of those jumbo packages? What were some of the decisions there of the ways that you've been using those guys this season? Yeah, HUD gives us a great receiver and, and more speed on special teams. Uh, Anthony struggled a little bit in his pass protection the week before. He still, I think, he still he's nursing that calf injury a little bit. And Joe Haig's done a great job as a tight end for us in a running game and pass protection. So it it's gives us good flexibility until Anthony's totally healthy. Looking ahead to this Detroit game, um, the interesting thing of playing a game on Saturday, it's a little bit different. You're maybe kind of used to the Thursday nights or the Monday nights, but Saturday is definitely a little bit more uh, unique. How does that change the schedule for the week and the way you guys prepare for that? Well, the big big change is we have to travel on Christmas, and uh, you hate traveling on Christmas. You like to have the guys spend all that day with their families, but uh, we're going to have to leave around you know six o'clock on, on Christmas Day, uh, which changes a lot of things for us. But it's a shorter week. Um, hopefully, we can win the ball game, have a little bit of time after Christmas uh, with our families. And uh, but again. It, it, Detroit Lions are another team that they can score a lot of points. Yeah, tell us a little bit about their offense and what all they bring. Matt Stafford, you got Amon Dola, Adrian Peterson. I mean, you got Sanu. There's just a million guys over there that you know can make plays. Uh, looking at what this offense looks like at this point in the season, what are some of the biggest things you know you're going to have to be aware of? Well, Matt, it all starts with Matt Stafford. I mean, uh, I always kid him. He's one of the few guys I'll go out and watch warm up. I just love watching him throw. He's just an, I've got an unbelievable arm and uh, – been a big fan of his for a long, long time. And, you know, he distributes the ball to everybody. They got a big young tight end, Hockenstein. They got everything that takes. Adrian Peterson, one of my favorite players of all time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a huge challenge for us defensively. And how about the Lions defense? We know it has struggled at times during the season, but where can it still be dangerous? Even, you know, we know we, they don't have any uh, Jeff Okuda anymore due to the, him being out with surgery. But just overall, what does that defense still potentially bring? They, they, they're big and stout. They do a good job against the run, although Tennessee got them, and Tennessee gets everybody. Uh, but they're, they're a good, solid defensive football team and uh, really big in the middle. Jamie Collins is one of the best interior linebackers in the game. And uh, finally, with uh, the holiday traditions, I feel like that's something that normally with families, teams, there's a lot of stuff. Is, is COVID interrupting some of the things that you like to normally do, or how are you guys going to try to still make it special for the team and for your family? Yeah, we always try to get out of the out of the building quickly on Christmas Eve. You know, some team, my family, we, our, our name started with A, so Chris, Santa Claus came to us early. He always came Christmas Eve. My grandmother couldn't wait till Christmas morning, and the rest of the guys like at Christmas Day. So we'll we'll have hopefully twenty seven, twenty eight hours uh, off in between to uh, to have a lot of fun with our families. And uh, it is a very unique Christmas, and uh, I, I want to wish all the fans out there happy holiday season. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Happy holidays to you and the rest of your family as well, and good luck against the Lions. You bet. This is Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians, brought to you by Advent Health. We'll be right back with offensive assistant Antoine Randall L., so don't go anywhere. This is the Buccaneers Radio Network. We're live with Santa Claus ahead of the Mercedes-Benz winter event. How can you deliver so many gifts in one night? Holiday magic, and the winter event helps too. I'm seeing a lot of Mercedes-Benz on people's lists. They sure are making some magic over at their workshop. Uh, would you sign my daughter's stocking? Sure. What's her name? Oh, uh, just make it out to Ted. The Mercedes-Benz winter event is back with great offers on the enhanced GLA, the sporty C-Class, and the aerodynamically designed GLE. Lease the 2021 GLA 250 SUV for just $379 a month for 36 months with 3,843 due at signing. 
Hurry into the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event today. Mercedes-Benz. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. At participating dealers through January 4th, 2021. Lease offer excludes formatic models and optional equipment described. Call 1-800-344-8736 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Eurocars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel. Or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. Hey, Ronnie Lane here for Bucks Game Day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Lions this Saturday. The Buccaneers Geico pregame show starts at 10:30. Kickoff is at one, right here on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Great news too. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Hey, Bucks fans, although most of you can't cheer on the Bucks at the stadium this season, Frontier Communications wanted to thank you for showing your continued support, even from your home. As a thank you, Frontier wanted to reward you with a chance to win a Bucks jersey or your own private suite for the Bucks January 3rd game, plus a $500 home electronics gift card. Just go to Buccaneers.com slash Frontier Ultimate Game Day and upload a photo of your game day home viewing setup. It's that simple. Rely on your ultimate teammate, Frontier. Don't go it alone. Hi, I'm David Moss from Moss Nissan, where we have three good locations to better serve you. And I hope you're enjoying the coach's show. At Moss Nissan, we know you have many choices when it comes to purchasing your next new or quality pre-owned vehicle, such as where to buy, what to buy, and who to buy from. That's why at Moss Nissan, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. That's right, our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, three great locations. Moss Nissan, choose wisely. Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health. Now more with head coach Bruce Arians and Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Welcome back to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health. We had head coach Bruce Arians with us the first half of the show, and now I am so excited to be joined by offensive assistant Antoine Randall-L. How's it going, coach? Going well, going well. Uh, coming off a win, it's always well. <laughs> so That is very yeah. true. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And, um, yeah, I asked Bruce this in the first half, and now I have to ask you. I assume that you guys just really enjoy drama, that this is why you've been orchestrating these games this way, that just winning the old-fashioned way got boring. Well, no, we don't like drama, and we love winning the old-fashioned way, but it seems that we – we do produce some some drama, <laughs> a storyline all the time. Uh, but again, we when it comes to a W, we'll get it. Uh, we've had some slow starts. We've had some fast starts. Uh, so we just got to get back to the point where we have those fast starts and keep going. So, uh, but again, thankful for the win. Yeah, and I know that as coaches, I'm sure that the amount of times you have talked about the need to start fast has gotten to a point of. Uh, where you're a little sick of it, a little over it, and trying to find new and different ways to say that message. So what what is it when I know it's been something that you guys have been focused on? Is is there any you know room for understanding a little bit more now why why it's been a, a continued struggle and how to maybe try to fix it moving forward? Well, I think it, if you look at just who we are as an offense and, and just coming together and having that uh, cohesiveness, uh, 
we've had it, and then we then we not that we lost it, but we just couldn't get where we needed to be, and we always picking it up later. Being able to transfer it from practice uh, to the games has been like um, uh, missing, if, if you will, uh, for for some weeks in there, and then sometimes we just take off. So. But you just continue at it. You continue to encourage, and you continue to um, you know put the put the players in the best position to be able to make the plays, um, and 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 let them go out and do it. It's got to click, and we feel like it, it will you know continue to click early on, uh, more so more so than it, than it has been in the past. I know that the the great news is to be able to come back from seventeen down. I feel like that says a lot about a team, and then the fact that you guys have done it twice this year. What is it about the makeup of this team? that it seems like there's no lead where they say, okay, we're done. We're out of it. There's, there's no giving up. You know, there's who, what do you see about the players or, or the things about this team that make that possible? Well, as part of our leadership, I mean, obviously um, with having Tom at the helm on offense, you see that over and over again, uh, just, you know, on the sideline, him encouraging everybody, Hey, it's not over. You know, we writing this thing. You just got to get that one spark. And then on def- defensively, you see, uh, uh, 54 always uh, encouraging, and uh, David is something else. And I'll, I'll just call, I always call him DD. <laughs> uh, and he'd be like, "What?" <laughs> but that's what I do. Uh, but I always encourage. He's always encouraging the defense. So when you got people on both sides, and then you got people who are buying into that, you know, and, and knowing, okay, it's just a way we got to get through. We'll get through it, and then as we do. Uh, we we end up producing it and doing well, so it's just a matter of you know just sticking with it and having those guys, those guys in a proper leadership position, and they they lead they lead the group, and then we can encourage them as much as we can, but they got to go out and do it. And I know uh, AB got his first touchdown with us in the game. Uh, how excited were you for him in that moment? And just take us through that play and and what worked. Well, I was I'm certainly excited for him. Uh, he's been chopping at the bit. He tried to get one early on when he caught the out route down by the goal line and was trying to get in then. Um, so it's one thing he hadn't done since he's been here. He had catches. He's, you know, broke some tackles, made some people miss, but he hadn't gotten the end zone yet. Um, and it's one play that we always say, you know, just a go ball, if you will, a nine route, fly route, whatever you want to call it, uh, that we we try to get it in, in his hands or in Mike's or Chris. And obviously he was up uh, in terms of getting his hands. Scotty's been taking on that role as well. But it was very excited for AB to get that. Uh, and as we motioned uh, Chris down, the DB wasn't sure which one to take. <laughs> so, uh, and all we need is just that tick, you know, just that tick of confusion. And, and B, uh, AB got right up the field and was able to get get deep. And, and Tom put it on a rope instead of putting it way over the top, uh, which is a great throw uh, to keep the safety away uh, and sprung him and got him in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, when there's a defense that doesn't have that confusion every single play, I'm impressed. I mean, I can't imagine how they ever decide <laughs> who to cover with our group and, and how to go about it. Uh, we're talking to offensive assistant Antoine Randall. Uh, Godwin also got a touchdown in that game. Uh, take us through that play and, and what worked for them. Well, it just it just came down to really you look at Tom and, and he's been looking at the defense, deciding whether he wants to run it or pass. He has that option uh, and he ended up throwing, throwing it on that option right there and and, um, you know, Chris did a good, good job catching that ball in traffic, you know, with the offensive line right there, the D-backs right there. Uh, so catching it in traffic was, was big, and that's what we talk about, just being able to catch it. And you're so close to the end zone, it's catching it and, and making sure you fall right in the end zone and not getting tackled at the one, although we were on the two or something like that anyway. Uh, but he just made, made enough space, and then Tom made a good throw, and, and, and Chris held on, and which he, he does all the time in terms of making big plays and catches. So – uh, not an easy one at, by, by any means, but a, a right decision by Tom. And, and then obviously with Chris making the catch, it made it well. 
Yeah. And I know you, you spend, uh, you know, majority of your time definitely with, with the wide receiver group for good reason. And uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about Mike Evans and how it just feels like we can never say enough about who he is, you know, on the field, but now he's the the nominee for the, the Walter Payton man of the year award. And since you're around him a lot, I just wanted to hear, you know, what that means to you to get to, you know, be part of the coaching staff that, that deals with him and, and him getting a chance to be recognized for his off the field stuff as well. Well, and even coming in last year, getting to know him, um, I didn't, I didn't know he did so much stuff off the field. Uh, so I was very impressed, uh, so to speak, when I, I saw that and heard that, uh, and, and saw that it was genuine, you know, sometimes, you know, you hear guys doing stuff and it's just writing a check, but he's involved, uh, which is, which is good. And we always talk about in our wide receiver group, uh, just about giving, you know, always giving back and, and Mike certainly does that. And it's good to see, um, with him using his platform in the way that he is, you know, to help out and and give as much as possible. And it's, like I said, it's good to see, uh, especially, especially, especially now in Christmas, he's given a bunch of stuff away. <laughs> um, and that's just, it's good to see. Cause you got families out there, especially during this time with the pandemic and everything who really are struggling uh, and need that support. Uh, so it's good to see uh, Mike uh, continually do it. And uh, he should be up for man of the year. That's awesome. And uh, you talked about the idea of giving in the wide receiver room. I mean, this group, they're just such a selfless group, whether it's on or off the field. And I feel like you can probably speak to that even more than I can, but how rare it is to have a group like this. Is that something that you pretty quickly realized and, and what, what causes that and, and, and cultivates that? Well, I think we, we kind of figured it out last year, um, just uh, the selflessness in terms of Chris giving up his body and blocking and that kind of deal and, and the way he really goes after it and, uh, so that was you see that on that part, and you see you know Mike sometimes taking two defenders down the field, and it springs other guys open. Um, and it didn't it didn't matter who caught the ball, who had the opportunity to get it. You know, let's spring somebody so they can have the opportunity. So you see that all the time. And then when we this year adding AB, uh, we were trying to figure out how was how how that was going to work, and, and we knew it could work, but we had to get everybody to buy in, and it was no question. Uh, with Chris, Mike, and the guys uh, buying into that, and AB coming in, and 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 he had to realize it too. Like I'm coming into a group that is really a a a selfless group and all about trying to win uh, a Super Bowl. And and him being uh, close before in his career, he understands it. He knows that he wants to get back there, so uh, so he understands it too. So now it's all working together, and now we just gotta you know keep it going over the next uh, six weeks. And how have you seen um, the progress for everybody in the room in terms of their chemistry with Tom and the offense overall? Where, where have you seen some of those biggest um, strides be made over the course of this season after not getting the, the normal offseason? Well, the strides, of, uh, we, we felt like we hit, hit a really, really good stride early on, and then we kind of hit a wall a little bit. Um, but it wasn't a wall that we, we couldn't overcome. Uh, we just knew at some point some of that would happen just from a standpoint of not having it off that an off season, like you just spoke of, it just came down to us continually working at it. And I think the biggest thing with that is just uh guys continually, you know, working at it. Uh, you see Scotty, Scotty, Scotty was had more reps before AB got here. Now he took a back, a back seat, so to speak, but at the same time, he's still getting reps. And when he's in the ball, he's getting the ball. Was the deep ball, the short ball, uh, whether it's reverses or whatever, uh, Byron has done a, gut, a, a really great job in terms of keeping those guys involved. Uh, so that that helps out a lot. Uh, and then obviously uh, Antonio having some history with Tom helps uh, with them being on the same page. And you could just see early on, even in the uh, 
some training camp practices and things like that as they were getting together that Chris and Mike were like on the same page, you know, from the get go. Uh, when, when it comes to signaling, when it comes to hot routes, they made some calls in the game this past week that we we knew nothing about <laughs> as coaches, <laughs> but they know they they got the, just the sense of what's going on, and that's what you kind of want uh, that relationship to be. And it's certainly grown, and we want it to continue to grow. So we'll foster it as much as we can. Yeah, we've definitely seen that the the chemistry and relationship is there with Mike and and Tom, especially in the red zone. I mean, good grief, Mike has just been a touchdown machine this year. I mean, not like he hasn't been before, but um, what is it about the red zone and and Mike in the end zone that has worked so well in particular this year and with Tom? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, again, just them getting getting that familiarity with one another in terms of what to expect, like versus different coverages and, and what have you. But then... Uh, you got a guy who can, who is very accurate uh, in terms of throwing the ball and Tom, and then you got Mike who runs really good routes and is a big target um, and can go up and get it high. We'll catch it low. Uh, we'll catch it and stretch out. So it just you know it, it really works uh, once you get that um, relationship or a mental part of it uh, squared away. Everything after that is is really just uh, you know a dialing in, if, if so to speak. And they've been doing that, and and it obviously it showed up. Uh, he had so many games already this season. We had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> so you see that a lot uh, going on. And, it's again, it benefits the team, uh, and it's certainly good to be able to see them, uh, you know, get on the same page, stay on the same page, and uh, let it continue throughout the season. Like, like again, we got, say we got six weeks left, so we need more of that. <laughs> I love that. The two yards and two touchdowns game. I was like, that is what we call efficiency right there. You know, yes, no wasted, yes. no wasted movement. Um, and what are the things that you potentially still work on even with Mike, where a guy that feels like he's just such a complete wide receiver, he's been doing it so well already for so many years. What are, what are the things that you still try to work on with him and help him grow in? Well, you, you still work on the basics um, uh, when it comes to just, you know, not just a certain, not in terms of catching, but in terms of, you know, how you, how you square your body up to keep the defender inside. If you want the ball to be outside and he's a guy who does that well on the field and he does it well on the field in the games because he doesn't practice a lot. Uh, you see it working in practice. You see it working down on the goal line in the red zone as I'm trying to throw in the ball in that back box of the end zone. You see him working that technique. Um, so we help him in, that, in, that, in those ways. And, again, for a guy, a guy like Mike, it's, it's more of a, you know, try this out, you know, and he goes back to, okay, he'll try it out, but he'll tie it into what he's already learned and what he's already been doing. So it's just another uh, tool on his belt, so to speak. Uh, so you're not you're not bringing anything new to him, so to speak, but it's sharpening what he has. And then, okay, now, okay, let me let me try to use this something that's different to add to what I what I already have. And and he's, he's he does a really good job at it. Uh, he's very um, receptive of it. He's never like, uh, no, nah, I don't want to do that, or that's not how I do it. Uh, he wants to try it because he wants to get better. Uh, and obviously, just knowing that uh, like his mindset, you know, from that standpoint, he. He wants to get it done. So we will continue to give him everything he needs uh, to help him. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep on that path, and uh, he'll, he'll keep getting better and better. We still have more coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access with offensive assistant Antoine Randall-L, brought to you by Advent Health. We'll be right back. This is the Buccaneers Radio Network. We're live with Santa Claus ahead of the Mercedes-Benz winter event. How can you deliver so many gifts in one night? Holiday magic, and the winter event helps too. I'm seeing a lot of Mercedes-Benz on people's lists. They sure are making some magic over at their workshop. Uh, would you sign my daughter's stocking? Sure. What's her name? Oh, uh, just make it out to Ted. The Mercedes-Benz winter event is back with great 
offers on the enhanced GLA, the Sporty C-Class, and the aerodynamically designed GLE. Lease the 2021 GLA 250 SUV for just $379 a month for 36 months with $3,843 due at signing. Hurry into the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event today. Mercedes-Benz. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services at participating dealers through January 4th, 2021. Lease offer excludes formatic models and optional equipment described. Call 1-800-344-8736 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Eurocars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel, or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. Life is a journey filled with small steps and giant victories. So when you need emergency care, preventative care, virtual care, or specialized care, care that is life-saving or life-changing, Advent Health is here. With nationally recognized care and a connected network of convenient locations, we're here to help you feel whole. Advent Health is the exclusive hospital of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Find care at yourcareyournetwork.com. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Hey, Ronnie Lane here for Bucks Game Day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Lions this Saturday. The Buccaneers Geico pregame show starts at 1030. Kickoff is at 1 right here on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Great news, too. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. You're listening to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health with head coach Bruce Arians and Bucks insider Casey Phillips. Welcome back to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health. We're here with offensive assistant Antoine Randall L. Uh, in the first segment, you mentioned about the selflessness when it comes to Godwin and being willing to give up his body. I mean, of course, especially when it comes to blocking, but we've seen it even with broken, you know, playing with a broken finger, with pins in it, diving in the end zone. And yeah, he still does um, so much in, in the blocking game. How impressive is his toughness and blocking for, for people who don't get to really see it on a daily basis? And how much does that really separate him from other wide receivers and contribute to this team? Um, it, when you look at what he does, it's just a matter of, um, I don't really know how to explain it. Like he is, I, I guess, super focused when it comes to what his job is. Uh, and, and again, his job is, you look at it, his job is really everything, <laughs> He could be the blocker. Obviously, he can. Obviously, he can be the the receiver. Uh, we can hand the ball off, and we get him a quick screen. We can do all these different things. Uh, and it's we still feel like we can add some stuff to it. We, we still feel like he can throw it a little bit. So we want to try to put that in there at some point. Uh, but it's just his mentality and his approach to the game um, that he feels like he can block a linebacker. When you know, for us, it, it makes it easier on, on us in terms of working a scheme and he's blocking the backside linebacker instead of motion them already all, all the way to the other side to block the safety um, or the corner. Uh, so it just makes it easier on the offense again. And we try not to do it a whole lot with him, but he understands when we need him to do it, Hey, he's going to do it and get it done. Uh, and the toughness, it just shows up over and over again. Can't explain where it comes from. Uh, but I would say it comes from a, a lot of playing this game. If you look at when he played, even at Penn State, he was just a guy who 
uh, was dependent upon uh, to make those plays, make those blocks, and he did it then. He's just carrying it right, o- right on, and he knew in the offseason, okay, if I'm going to do this, I got to make sure I pack the muscle on, keep the muscle on, and you see that uh, in his makeup and his build, and it, he goes out and show out uh, on the field. Um, and, again, like you said, with the pins in the finger, <laughs> the guy's still catching the ball wherever it's put. Uh, and still makes the blocks. Uh, so again, we, we appreciate to have a guy like that uh, in the in the in our room as, as wide receiver room on our team uh, because he certainly uh, it, it it gives us a different mentality to your room, uh, knowing that we 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 don't come out here just to catch the ball uh, and it filters right down to everybody else. Hey, we block. We got to spring that running back as well. We want to make sure we uh, if we have to know when that hot route is to get out so we make sure the quarterback doesn't get caught. Um, so it's just a, a, a mindset, and he certainly approaches it that way, and, and you see it all over uh, week in and week out. Knowing with that injury with the finger and playing through it, I was, I was imagining, did you have anything like that in your career? What were some of the things you had to play through? Did, did, did that bring some, some memories to mind for you? Yeah, it did. It did because uh, I broke my wrist my rookie year um, in the preseason, and I couldn't get it. They couldn't put a screw in it until the end of the season, so I had to wear a wrist rocket all season, and it was just brutal. Every time you went to block and every time you went to make a catch, you just felt that pain. And um, uh, and obviously, you know, obviously you always felt it more after the game because the adrenaline has worn off. So your Monday and Tuesday is just like, man, get away from me, (laughs) type deal. Um, But but that's what you that's what you do for the game uh, and for your team. Uh, to be able to get to get those victories, so and so I had to. I, I experienced it with my wrist. I experienced it with these fingers. Uh, I broke my <laughs> broke my hand. Uh, I think my fifth or sixth year in the, in the league, and it was the middle of the season. I was determined not to miss a game, uh, so I played. I you know, put a little a little brace around it, tape it up, and you'd be ready to go. <laughs> you just that's just what you do. So um, always, I, I tease them all the time. Like, yeah, man, you, you, you're doing it, but I did it too. <laughs> so that was my next question was going to be to ask how often you use the back in my day. This is what we played through sort of thing. Yeah. I, I, I just, I just lift my fingers up and show them and they'll see, yeah, yeah, what's wrong with that finger, bro. Yeah. It's, it's pretty jacked up and, and they'll, they'll, they get it right away. Uh, so we use, I use that analogy a lot. Uh, but also try not to uh, use it too much because then you become the old dude, <laughs> and I don't consider myself old in any, any by any uh, stretch of the imagination. So I just try to uh, I use it sparingly. But when I do, I, it gets their attention. They listen, um, and, and it goes a long way. Well, speaking of whether or not you're old, uh, we're talking to offensive assistant Antoine Randall L. You are younger than Brady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that a crazy thing for you to realize looking at him and the fact that he's still playing and imagining you still playing and, and all of that? Yeah, it's it's weird. And, uh, you know, so I work with the quarterbacks, too, during individuals. So I, I get a chance to catch the balls with them and things like that. And I'd be thinking, like, man, I can get out there. I, I can give about a quarter, <laughs> but I don't know if I can play a full game. Uh, but to see him uh, continue to operate, the way he's operating, uh, it's 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 great. It's awesome. He's done a great job taking care of his body, uh, mentally. He's been uh, you know been a great job uh, there, um, in terms of being sharp uh, offensively and uh, offensive minded person, knowing what he got to do and what, what, when he's got to do it. And then you you look at uh, <laughs> I always tease him because I call him the old man, but we played against each other in college, so it's like <laughs> and throughout the leagues, uh, you know, during our time in the NFL, so. 
it's weird to see him still playing, uh, but again, it's also great to have him playing uh, with us. So uh, I wouldn't want to go up against him from that standpoint. Uh, have 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 done that several years. Uh, didn't turn out well. <laughs> uh, now, now we did win. Some, we we did win some. It wasn't just a landslide. Uh, but but at the same time, uh, we always tease about those, especially him and Larry Foote. They go at it all the time. Uh, obviously, offense, him being on offense and then uh, Larry being on defense. So, uh, but but it's good to see him out there going after you know the old guy of the bunch who who's play still playing like he's in his thirties. So it's good to see. That's impressive. What was your relationship like with him during playing career times and and what you knew about him and the familiarity? Uh, so during the playing career. Um, just like, it was just him, just him on the other side, like knowing, uh, from a offensive perspective, we need to make sure we score enough points, uh, because this dude could go off at any time. Uh, and then, you know, just in college, it, it wasn't as if it wasn't, it, it was a little different because, you know, you know, you don't think they're going to score a whole lot of points, but at the same time, uh, as often uh, playing against them as a quarterback, it was a little different for me because being a quarterback in college, I know we're going to score points against you, so you better bring it. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was, it was a little it, – it, from that perspective, just the similarities is, is just, you know, have an opportunity to, you know, to, to go against him and beat him. You want to beat him because he's won so much, um, and, and now you want him to continue to beat others because, you know, he's, on your, he's part of your team. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, all right. Well, how about looking back at, at the wide receivers? Um, we, I know you, you definitely had some familiarity with Antonio Brown uh, before he joined yeah. the team. Um, just tell us about what you knew about him, you know, from, from before he came here and then what you've seen as, as a Buccaneer and his contributions to the offense so far. Well, I, I, I shucks. I had him when he was a rookie um, my last year in Pittsburgh in 11, 2010 and 11, um, and we went, I think we lost two games that year and then lost in the Super Bowl. But I have him as a rookie, and he's the same – I don't want to call him a kid, but he's the same dude he that he was back then uh, just in terms of his – I mean, he the way he practices, like he did the same thing. Every day he came out to practice, he got warmed up, and he was ready to go. Like, who wants some of this? Uh, and that's his mindset. And, and he takes it from practice, takes it right into the game. And it's good to see that he hasn't lost that um, and that he's learned along the way, you know, not just being stuck in playing, stuck in playing one position on one side of the field. He can, we can move him around and he understands the offense. So it's good. And with him being uh, a part of our offense now, it just gives us another dynamic pack that is hard for the defense to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to cover you this way. Well, if you cover us one way, then we, we can go backside to Mike and you double team Mike. Well, you can't double team Chris and, a, B, and then if you do double team all of them, then of course we got Gronk. So it's just a matter of us continuing to put it, put it together. And he just brings another uh, flavor, another avenue to our offense. And, and he's been doing well with it uh, as, as it showed up just past week against Atlanta. And how impressed were you with how quickly he was able to pick up the offense and, and start contributing? Well, I think a lot of it had to do with, um, you look at Coach, Coach Garver got with him early. Um, just, you know, talking to him, getting re- really doing walkthroughs and stuff, really not pulling out the – we could look at some stuff um, on, the, on the paper, so to speak, but getting out and walk through and getting lined up just as you would do in practice and in games, just actually having those walkthroughs. And then um, he has some familiar, some familiarity, familiarity, 
familiar, familiarity with for what, whatever I'm trying to say. He was very familiar <laughs> with the um, with the uh, he has some uh, familiarity with it uh, because he played in it. Obviously, uh, BA was the offensive coordinator um, in 2010 when we played, so that was that was big. So what the whole lot just has changed over those over that time, uh, but some tweaks from here and there, and then him understanding. His new role is, is really what it was. Just get him to understand his new role. I, I don't think it was a big deal in terms of um, the position, although he was in a different position than he normally was. Uh, but it was understanding his role and how he fit into this offense. So it, it's been going a long way. I mean, uh, I told him the other day, I said, man, look, your body got to get used to it. Like, you've been, you've been out the game for a while. Now you're getting hit and you've been in games and stuff. Now you got to get back used to it. And but he's been doing well, still taking care of his body, and, and he's healthy, and he's, he's ready to go every practice, every game. And, and we love that, love that he brings that attitude. It certainly helps our team. Yeah, and b- between a guy like him and Brady both being new additions this year and having played for so long, what have you seen them offer to other wide receivers, quarterbacks, or just guys on the team in general about, about the game, how to play it, how to practice, how to prepare, all the, just the influence overall that they bring? Well, it's just great influence because uh, they both are winners. They both have won. Um, and Tom has done it on a high level. Antonio has done it on a high level. Uh, they've both been to multiple Pro Bowls. They understand the game. They understand what it takes to make plays and, and win. Uh, so that in it in itself goes a long way. Uh, we we look, or, look at our roster, and it's few guys, uh, a, a smaller number of guys who have played in the playoffs uh, let alone has went deep in the playoffs. So they bring that influence as well. Um, and I just can't – I'm really excited these next two weeks to uh, win out here uh, <clears throat> and get get into the playoffs. And that atmosphere is going to be very exciting. And one that Tom is very familiar with, one Antonio is very familiar with. Um, I'm familiar with it. So it's, it's now it's, you know, guys who have played. we got some guys on the team that have played just letting that filter down to those guys who have an experience and get, letting them have an opportunity to enjoy it as well. All right, well, we have one more segment coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Advent Health with offensive assistant Antoine randall We'll be right back. The holidays are full of tradition, but it's time they got a little update. In a brand new Hyundai filled with all the latest technology. And now during Hyundai holidays, you'll find big holiday savings on every new Hyundai. Hyundai holidays. Now get 0% APR for 72 months on the 2020 Santa Fe or 2021 Tucson. Or up to 4250 cash back on the Santa Fe. Hyundai is a proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Offers end 1421. Call 813-867-0006 for details. Earn your nursing or healthcare degree online in a way that works for you. At Rasmussen College, you can start strong with programs built online by design with the campus nearby to support you. As the number one educator of RNs in Florida, we prepare you for success before and after graduation. Rasmussen College, proud partner of the Buccaneers Radio Network, three Tampa campuses and online nationally. Start strong, finish stronger at rasmussen.edu. 25 years, huh, that's a quarter century or 300 months or 9,125 days, or 175 years, dear dog. Now, for something to be around that long, that's impressive. And that's what Chevron with Tecron is. Impressive. Because it delivers unbeatable cleaning power and unbeatable gas mileage. Plus, as always, Tecron is in every grade, every gallon. Chevron with Tecron, celebrating 25 years of clean. Care for your car. Life is a journey filled with small steps and giant victories. So when you need emergency care, 
preventative care, virtual care, or specialized care. Care that is life-saving or life-changing. Advent Health is here with nationally recognized care and a connected network of convenient locations. We're here to help you feel whole. Advent Health is the exclusive hospital of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Find care at yourcareyournetwork.com. Hi, I'm attorney Robert Rubenstein, and this is Rubenstein's Rules for Personal Injury. Rule number one, get an attorney. When you or a loved one have been injured by another's negligence, an experienced attorney can make a huge difference. At Rubenstein Law, we will find all the insurance, make sure your injuries are documented, and work to get you the best result. While each case is different, a well-known insurance company's own study showed people with a lawyer, on average, got more money. Call Rubenstein Law at 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Offices in Tampa and throughout Florida. At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we are ready to care for your kids, set up to make and keep them well, and going the extra mile to help them thrive. Johns Hopkins All Children's. A healthy future starts now. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians now continues. Brought to you by Advent Health. It's time for our final segment on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Advent Health with offensive assistant Antoine Randall L. Um, we talked a little bit about since Antonio Brown came in that that has adjusted Scotty's role a little bit. But um, I wanted to hear overall where you've seen Scotty grow from last year and, and still what he brings to this offense no matter which other guys are out there. Well, for Scotty, I think what he he's he's grown in terms of uh, his route running. Uh, that was that was a big deal last year. Last year he could run routes, but <clears throat> it was it was not as if uh, he didn't know how to run routes. But he's just a little he's a bit more crisp in running it. Uh, he's more comfortable in the offense, so he can play faster. Believe it or not, <laughs> um, he can play much faster in the offense because he's more familiar with the plays. Uh, and things of that nature, and then the other thing is just catching the catching the ball clean on the on the in cut routes. Uh, something that we wanted him to work on in the off season, and he did. So he wasn't trying to catch it with his arm or with his chest. I mean, really reaching out, putting his hands out, and plucking that ball out of the air, and so he can ke- keep on running and catching out of the back door. Um, he's a guy who's always been able to track the ball well. As that ball's in the air, and he's running 30, 40, 5, 50 yards down the field. He's able to run and continue to track it. Uh, <clears throat> and I, to say he's gotten better at it um, is really tough to say because he's just always been good at it. Uh, so he's just continued to do a great job there. Uh, so those are the things, you know, the, running those crisp routes, being familiar with the offense so he can be more comfortable and just catching that thing clean um, on those certain routes, those end cuts, those routes that are breaking in. He's done a great job with that this year. Um, and he just helped us. He continually helped us. <clears throat> he's always where he's supposed to be. Uh, we always talk about in our room, as wide receivers, be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. Obviously, we don't, we don't want to run a route that's too short. Quarterback's not ready to throw the ball. We don't want to run a route that's too long um, because he's waiting on us to come out of the route. So now, it's, so he's gotten to the point where he's just where he's supposed to be, when he's supposed to be there, and it certainly helps our offense continue to move up and down the field. You and your prime versus Scotty now, 40-yard dash. Who wins? <laughs> Scooter, <laughs> no question. <laughs> Scooter's fast. That, I'm impressed that, with the honesty. I mean, here's the deal. No one was going to be able to fact check you on it per se. So I'm impressed that you were still able to. Yeah. I mean, the kid can run. <laughs> we'll close with this. The idea of the message that you guys are sending to the, the, the players, both in terms of the significance with the ability to clinch playoffs and just knowing who this Lions team is and, and for you guys in particular, who their defense is. What are the big messages this week? One game. That's it. <laughs> like we got one game to play. 
Uh, that's our focus. We're not going to focus on, you know, the six games that we have left. We're going to focus on this one uh, because we know uh, if we get this one, hey, we'll have the we'll have the next one, and then we get that one, we'll have the next one. It just keeps going up. But we got to focus on this one. This defense, you look at a defense that flies around, gets to the ball, uh, <clears throat> do, will do all they can. Uh, we would have anticipate them to try to do a bunch of blitzes. Remember, you got a team that's without their head coach uh, who was fired during the season. This is this really sparks a team, so to speak, sometimes. Just in terms of now, they can do what they what they will. Because uh, I'm, I'm not sure if they fully eliminate it or what have you out of the playoffs. But at the same time, uh, you don't want to give them any air to breathe. But we got to come out, we, again, like we talked about at the beginning, at the, beginning of, the uh, of the segments that we had the early on. Like, we got to come out and have a fast start. We want to start fast. We want to get off and go. Uh, because we don't want to give this team any opportunity to, to, to think that they can compete. We want to go out and, and go out and, and, and really smash them early on. And then that's the message, message we be, we're going to send all week. One game, start fast, put them down, and, and let's roll. That's awesome. Well, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. This has been awesome, and uh, good luck against Detroit. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, this has been Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians and offensive assistant Antoine Randall-L. Brought to you by Advent Health. We'll see you next week. This is the Buccaneers Radio Network. Life is a journey filled with small steps and giant victories. So when you need emergency care, preventative care, virtual care, or specialized care, care that is life-saving or life-changing, Advent Health is here with nationally recognized care and a connected network of convenient locations. We're here to help you feel whole. Advent Health is the exclusive hospital of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Find care at yourcareyournetwork.com. Your kids mean everything. At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we're ready to care for them. For vaccinations or wellness checks. For healing a little hurt or a big one. Johns Hopkins All Children's. When you need us, we're here. To beat your opponent, you've got to know your opponent. Once you understand their weaknesses, you can create the best strategy to win. It's what Moffitt Cancer Center does every day, using research to uncover smarter ways to defeat cancer. Moffitt thinks and acts differently, innovating breakthroughs like CAR T-cell therapy that no one else in Tampa can offer. Learn more about their game-changing research at Moffitt.org. Moffitt Cancer Center, proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At Tampa Electric, we're focusing our energy on solar. By doubling our investment, we'll power twice the number of homes with the sun. We've also reduced our use of coal by more than 90%, cut our carbon footprint in half, ensured cleaner air, and saved 1.4 billion gallons of water for our community, enough to fill 2,200 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Because the work we're doing today is lighting the way to a cleaner, greener tomorrow. To learn how we can help you harness the power of the sun, visit tampaelectric.com solar. Hi, I'm David Moss from Moss Nissan where we have three good locations to better serve you. And I hope you're enjoying the coach's show. At Moss Nissan, we know you have many choices when it comes to purchasing your next new or quality pre-owned vehicle, such as where to buy, what to buy, and who to buy from. That's why at Moss Nissan, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. That's right, our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, three great locations, Moss Nissan, choose wisely. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. 
Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians has been brought to you by Advent Health. With award-winning care and a network of convenient locations, Advent Health is here to help you feel whole. Learn more at yourcareyournetwork.com. This is Tampa Bay's Sports Radio. 95.3 WDAE and AM620 St. Petersburg. Home of the best box coverage.